welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Asandra, that was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you guys for playing. It was so much fun. And there was so much like uh, media for it, which was which was different. Oh, it was. And wonderful. You put in like a wild amount of effort. I, I don't think I've ever put that much effort into a room. Is this just, is, is, is media creation just a thing that you do in this way? Yeah, so uh, let me tell you a little backstory. Secret Agent Someone is actually a story that I'm working on. Um, so it's, it wasn't like these characters were only created for the escape room. This is mm -hmm. kind of a themed escape room to the stories. Um, so yeah, like I have so many different stories in my head as you may have seen um hidden easter eggs in the room <laughs> there were several books by lecticon which is me <laughs> so um a lot of those and even more are stories that i work on uh and i have so much lore in my head but i just can't find the time to put it all together and do like a mm. concise novel or something like that so i just publish like short stories and writing communities and stuff like that so um i I earlier this year, like, decided, let me just work on one. Um, and I kind of took a poll from people to see, like, what genre, because as you said, genres are very varied. Yeah. And I, I literally have probably stories in every genre. So I wanted to know which one should I start on. Um, so I settled on Secret Agent Someone, which was when I would, when you guys wanted me to do a room, at first I thought I was going to do a medieval room. Yeah, I remember having those discussions. But since I had chosen Secret Agent Someone, I said, okay, I'm going to have to try to make this work and make a Secret Agent room. And I hope you guys liked it. Yeah, it was absolutely. Great fun. I didn't expect it to be a Secret Agent room when we started. When that woman was stuck in the clo closet, I thought, oh, things have changed now. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a different... Uh, focus but i liked it i enjoyed the change it was nice would you like to do a shout out to your voice acting talents yes i do okay so um i have uh well someone the star of the show is played by john mcnally please check him out he's on uh instagram and he's on fiverr john mcnally um and he's really good he's so cool and yeah, would I have heard him anywhere? His voice was one of those voices that's just, oh, that sounds like a famous voice. I must have heard that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does. He does quite a bit. And yeah, he's really, really cool. Um, the rest of the voices were actually my family, which is funny. Oh, my mom, my dad, my sibling and O.C. Uh, Wildlife. That is his, like you said, his was a little special, the news clip. Uh, because he's working on a lot of like YouTube stuff, so he he you can follow him. Um, Wild Zoo Productions. He doesn't have much stuff out yet, but he's working on lots of stuff in the works behind the scenes, and he's planning on you know pushing it all out there very soon. Excellent. Well, wonderful. It all sounded really good. Yeah, that was Did great. We... Now I have a question. I was looking at the numbers of those uh, messages as you sent them. Because they were like, this is cutscene number X, cutscene number... And I feel like we missed some. 
What? Were there any that we missed that were pro- that were made that we didn't listen to? Well, what it, what may have been is if you checked out different things in different orders. Ah. But I just put them in an order of like when you find a helicopter key, she gotcha. will say this, and that just yeah. happened to be number three. But if you did it in a different order, that's okay. What is missing? It started with uh, it started with three. I mean, that was when you first mm. found her out of the closet. The reason why there's no one, because one would be the first one of uh, Brenda and Darius at the factory. Yeah. And then two is the one where someone in Constance tried to stop them. Uh, from yeah, that makes taking. sense. So everything else was just out of different orders because of what you looked at in the room, but it was able yes. to still be... Um, it's not like I I didn't want the room to be so linear that you can't look at different things. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Getting them in, getting them out of order was was perfectly reasonable. I like that was fine. I just yeah, I guess it was one and two that we missed. One obviously being the intro, yeah, and two being this other. Scene. I didn't notice that at all. I wasn't looking at well, it. Well, you know, like that. it could have been a puzzle. I felt that the uh, one of the final ones we got where his battery ran out just after we'd gotten the purple key. Right, it was the purple one in so, the rafts. Yeah. Uh, that one felt. The, the most to me, like, yes, how did you know that we'd done exactly these things? <laughs> this is uncanny. And I know it shouldn't have, but... The funny thing <laughs> is, it took a, quite a bit of work to try to make it where um, there were checkpoints where I, like, at this point, mm. you would know this. Because I did have to change some, and I was like, wait, I know what it was. Okay, so there was a point where he said he smelled gas in the room. Mm-hmm. And then there was a point where she said the gas is getting to him. So I had to, I had to ah. make the gas getting to him part come last. So that's why I made it the bookshelf. And you can't get to the bookshelf until you find all the books. So that's why that was in order. Um, mm-hmm. But then there was yeah. other things where he said he managed to take the blindfold off. But in the other one, he didn't say anything about the blindfold. So he could have still had it on or he could have taken mm-hmm. it off. So it was... It took a lot of <laughs> thought into exactly wording, but yeah, I I managed, and it's That's it fair. felt I, like a video game cutscene. Yes, yeah, and it worked out that way. Like it, it, knowing where the gates are is it always really important for that sort of stuff. Unchartedy, mm, because it does happen in I think especially in like old games back when like you get when video games had their whole writing team be like one person who did the programming as well, and it was you know sometimes you get these moments where you'll say a thing and the characters will talk about something you haven't discovered yet oh, and then yeah. you discover it later and you're like, okay, that was clearly out of order. Um, <laughs> yeah, like choose your own adventures. So, yeah, and certain oh, things where, they, where they're where they assuming, they go like, oh, of course, and this key that you found, like, yep, the key that I found and you're sitting there as a player going, what are you talking about this key? I never found the key. Because you've accidentally, you know, because it was one person who was doing the programming, the art, mm-hmm. the writing. And, the, the, and so you get it less nowadays. But I remember that used to be a thing as a kid. That's it's still finding very... these games where you could break them that way. Yeah. Now, I obviously breaking them is worse, but it's just got the side tangent that um, interactive fiction ones can have, where you get to a page and it says, "Have you previously been <laughs> yes. to? Th- have you been to this room and they before? Have to ask you. Do you know who Jacob is? If so, turn to this page." And you just feel so ripped off if you don't. Yeah. But even like, even when it's not breaking it, but when it's just like. You know, you'll have met a character who's like the mystery man. Mm. And then when you do a certain thing, they say, and what did Greg say? Who's Greg? And then you're like, oh, 
later on I undercovered that the mystery man yeah. is Greg, and this was assuming I already knew that, which I didn't. So it revealed it to me too early. Yeah, so but no, definitely so things happened. Everything felt very structured without being railroaded for this, I thought, especially with those books, finding the six books. That felt very neat without being forceful in any way. Yeah, thank you. The books also, there was a, a time where somewhat, uh, uh, I did some play tests. So it was possible, my, first my little sister, the one who uh, was walking your dog up and down the street, <laughs> oh. she played um, with with it just at the early stages, but she managed to do the whole room and get out without going into the bathroom at all and seeing the helicopter oh. key. So when they got out, I was like, wait, you don't have the helicopter key. So somehow I didn't make it where you had to go in the bathroom at first. Ah, oh, how funny. So that's why I had to make a book in the bathroom. a book in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also we got we got water out of the bathroom as that well. That was actually new as well. <laughs> ah, man. Ah, that's wild. So, yeah, going into what actual puzzles there were, that fun little practical one of making it float, yeah, we went straight to, oh, most escape rooms would use a magnet or something for this because very few escape rooms will have water in them. You will find some that do, but it's it's such a normal mm, thing. Yeah, it's the first really should see it coming. So used to that idea, but yeah, oh, that's fair enough. It's but infuriating that we didn't get that immediately. Birds know how to float things out of tubes. <laughs> but yeah, that standard sort of thing that you just don't think about in this context, which is fantastic. Um, okay, I we we struggled with the going clockwise sunrise sunsets because we were trying to put times on those uh, yeah sunsets i think it was because of the sunrise sunset our immediate thought like it was the, the clock represented time sunrise and sunsets like oh that'll be the order like mm. if we're going to pick a weird order look we can we can order them by chrono by chronology then, based on where the the, the oh, sunset is but then yeah apparently i don't notice colors very well because i didn't notice that the picture frames were different colors mm. you had to tell me that and then yeah if we'd had a better computer monitor, <laughs> then maybe we wouldn't have had to zoom in 10 times to see that there were colors on a clock. Mm. I think had that happened, I at the very least, I, I would have been able to get that from there. You would have gone clockwise. I basically. So. I think the colors would have sent me the wrong way. Really? Especially because then it's like the, the colors in the top right for the next one can't have an I suppose the reason they don't highlight an hour is that they're not on an hour. They're at, you know, 2.30. Yeah, and, they're between. And then it's like also... Now there's no color that associates with that one to here. It just the fact that there were no colors associated with them might have led you to go, okay, so you just want those four then. I considered that, but then the fact that they were in the correct clock places made me assume. You know what I could... think for me would have made me go more likely to go color yeah? to, clockwise? If I had just noticed that the 12 and the 12 were the same. If the red was on 12 and just the red one, it was the only one with a colored border and the rest didn't have colors. I, I would have thought, oh, that's the same as a 12 on a clock, and then I should go clockwise. I think the fact that there were other colors made me want to solve stuff. So ah. maybe I to me, just left it there. No, it might just be do. Like, be I think this is just I think a for different me, brain if, thing. If only one of them had been, if, the, if it was just the 12 o'clock had been see, the 12. I don't know if that would have worked for me. Because I think having more colors makes you think, oh, there's stuff I have to do with these colors. Like, oh, 12 is here, and green, green, and blue, blue, and blue. So I what felt if there like there was two, more of a Just one at the 12, one at the 6. Maybe that would have been a bit better. But the fact that they all had colours and some of those colours weren't and some of them were, I thought there was going to be much more puzzle to it. But I think if it was just 
hey, the 12 is the same as the 12. I was like, oh, maybe I should do them clockwise. Yeah. Would have jumped into my I head I think it's more. an interesting point because the puzzle itself, it worked. It was great. It was solid. But uh, we had found what felt like an alternate way of doing things that at the time felt equally as valid because I hadn't noticed that there were colors. And so knowing how to rule out that as an option, like we said, oh, some of these are a little hard to tell chronologically, but like maybe, I don't know, maybe if there were two with the sun in the exact same place. Well, they kind of were, but not, yeah, but like, just because they were hand-drawn, it's just enough su- that There were subtle differences that we were trying to find different. them. Um, so yeah, I guess that was it. But yeah, overall, the actual solution and what you had to do, great idea. It was oh, very I, solid. It was a fun puzzle. I yeah. really enjoyed it. I'm just... It's one of those ones where, like, the thing, one of the hints didn't work for me, but it worked for you. Yeah. And if it been the other way around, it would have worked for me, not for I you, guess I guess it's just one of those things, and this is why you have groups playing escape rooms. Yeah, this is why it's hard to do an escape room by yourself. Yeah. Were your playtesters playing alone or in groups? All right, so the funny story. I was going to try to, you know, record a playtest, um, but I know you guys are doing the other thing, which is so cool. I love the uh, Remember This <laughs> podcast. Um. But it didn't really turn out good <laughs> to be a playtest on the, um, you know, on the show. But um, it was various stages. So at the very beginning, I literally only had the latitude and longitude puzzle. Okay. Ah. I had the story already. I was just like, how would it make sense for puzzles to be in here because Ned Bevy is not supposed to be the kind of guy who's like, I'm moving yeah, sure. puzzles around here. <laughs> like, I'm trying to help you get out. I hoped that I could convey, you have to do puzzles, but it doesn't feel like you're doing a lot of puzzles. But yeah, I just, I didn't want to take you out of the story too much. No, yeah, that's I bad. I hoped I did a good job of in-story. I think it was good. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it felt fun. I liked the idea of, like, I, of finding where we were based on the fish worked out well in the, un- I in the universe. I felt very proud of putting those coordinates into the lock. <laughs> I felt very good about that. That was clever. Mm. I like. I didn't notice that at all. That only one of the reds was not in horrible fog or on land. Yeah, I think. I think maybe we like. It took us a while to jump to it because I don't think we thought of that as being a goal necessarily. Of like, we should find out where we are. Once we got that idea that that's, that's true, as we soon as achieve, you said, then, then we're like, oh, let's look at this. The red. Yeah, and- you said that, and then we leapt through that. But you're right. That, it, wasn't a thought that I mm. had at the time. Yeah, because it didn't like it was one of those ones where it's like the solution in the end for the map. The biggest thing was knowing what we wanted to look for, as opposed to how to look for it. I guess that's which was interesting. That's true. Was there something that we missed of that? Because that very well could have just been something in the like even in the intro that say, "Cool, you really got to know where you are." And I made. I don't think I handled over that. it enough. Probably. Maybe I probably just uh, first when I did it. I was like, I didn't want it to be so obvious. Like red stands out to me because it's my favorite color. So ah. if you if you if I just look at the map, I'm like, oh, that one's red, and then it's like, oh yeah, that is such a thing that's impossible to get through without just heaps and heaps of playtests. So when you've got something that's like a visual puzzle, and when you know the answer, your eyes are drawn to where the answer is so much. But yeah, no, that didn't occur to me at all when looking at. Uh, either the normal or the pollution map to see that that one was a bit stand alone in its way. It didn't occur to me, so it works really effectively. Yeah, but maybe in the future I should hint somehow, like even if it's just dialogue saying, you know, if you knew where you were, maybe that would help or something like that. 
Yeah, I think maybe like a, some like it's, semi throwaway yeah, line idea super of like throwaway almost. You know, just like a you oh, won't be I able can... to get out of here unless you know where you are. Yeah, or even even some yeah, just like the like oh, I can fly the helicopter. I mean, it would help to know where where we are, so I know where to fly to. But I could I could <laughs> fly it somewhere, you know. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, all right. So I, it'd be helpful to know where we are. Just any like you wouldn't want it to be overt because because mm. that is kind of the puzzle to figure out that's what you're looking for. But that idea of that's a vague goal somewhere mm. is not a, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. To have that. Um, it didn't, wasn't necessary in this case, although we did, we didn't need a little bit of a hint. Um, it also didn't help that they were red herring. So it felt like any kind of thought. <laughs> hey, any, I wanted to look at them. But the problem is anytime you do put them. any thought into a puzzle that has a red herring in it, like it, we it's have hard been, to we stop have been and put burned before it. by because our guest will, GMs and their red herrings. Because yeah, guest GMs be like, "Why are you wasting time solving this puzzle? It's literally a red herring. <laughs> Obviously, you shouldn't do it." And so you feel like you don't want to start putting effort in because it's like, if I put effort in, I'm cl- clearly I shouldn't. It's a red herring. Yeah, but there were pictures of fish. That's a lot of effort to go for a joke. <laughs> and I, I will tell you, those are literal herring fish that I took and that I colored them red on purpose, <laughs> and I put in the notes. Know your species, know your meme. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nice. No, I like them. And yeah, I I thought it worked. But oh, yeah, that was, it's clever just seeing the picture of happy red fish in happy clear water. Uh, It's nice. And it wasn't just the picture. The description of the fish leading up or when we looked out was like, looking out, there is no pollution anywhere. Yeah, you're in a nice spot. And again, the area that you are in does not have pollution. So yeah, that was very effective hinting. Yeah, and that was good because of that connected word. It was like, oh, wait a minute. We know where there is pollution. Mm. So that's kind of helped get it in the end. Yeah. Just the idea of, hey, you know. Yeah, this was one of those things where, like, um, as soon as we knew what we were doing, it was so easy to get that click and feel proud and go, yep, I know we have done this. I know we've got it. And that's a really good feeling. So that was fun. Mm. Now, speaking of good feelings, but we're also slightly horrifying, listening to those things for the metal door at the end. Oh my gosh, listening, to having to do that audio-wise, like it's the only way that makes sense, but boy, was that hard. But it's the, it's the audio equivalent of when people say, when they write down that stuff, which is like the, oh, the mind, the, gags. and then on the next line it says the, the gap, gap, and you read as mind the gap, and you don't do the yeah. double D. Or they say how many O's are in this word, and, you don't, and then you never count the no. word of or for. Your brain just completely the discounts Fs, them. Or usually, the but yeah. yeah. Right, you just literally don't look at them. It was exactly like it's that. The same it thing. was very unnerving how hard that you know, was. You're sitting there thinking, I'm listening for rights and lefts, and the character says, all right, so uh, <laughs> I'm just going to think that, you know, right, uh, is it right to oh, say yeah. that there's a left? That, go, oh, there was one left in there. That right, right where he was saying right, that was, <laughs> I was never going to hear that. But it's the same that. thing. It's the audio. It's like your brain just goes, that's a filler word, so yeah. I'll ignore it because these are filler words and I understand Human that they have no meaning. Human brains are awful, and I'm used awful to things. Just, like, they don't work. Cutting them out. And yes, to um, actually support that, when I was writing these scripts, at first I had her say the girl was walking down the street with their dog and then I was like, wait, mm. it said down. <laughs> so that's a word. I was... So I need to take it out. Yeah. I was thinking that the entire time, how tricky it must have been to even just write them and make sure that those words didn't accidentally sneak in. You're absolutely right. Sneak in? Yeah, that. I was totally I trying. To make it make sense where in order, if in you order. say, you know, <laughs> um, on, off, on, off, there can't be two offs lined up. Yes. Then how can you turn it back off? 
So it, yeah. it was a little tricky, but I, I feel a little proud of how it turned out. Even though I know that it would be way that was simpler. Out. Turned out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have been way simpler if it was just written, of course. Oh, yeah, it would have been easier written. But that's the point. Like, it's, you know, if you were writing it, you would change it to do those visual mm. tricks. You'd put the double words on two separate lines. You'd do, you know, you'd try and do those. So it's good to use the yeah, audio version. Because we, we got the written, essentially the written version of this when we were doing those numbers in the red letter. Yeah, true. Same so sort we of got puzzle, both the versions. other way around. Um, but it was great. It was really fun to do. I can't, I am mystified that that actually came back, that that was something that we spotted immediately, right at the start, and then went, yeah, I wonder if that's ever going to be anything. <laughs> and then it was right at the end. Right at the end. Yes, at the, it was funny because on one of these episodes, one of the uh, guest GMs was saying something about tying in something from the beginning all the way to the end. I was like, mm. I have that in my room. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I it can't feel good. Because you guys will know. Yeah, it feels good. And you do forget. And again, that was just one where just so it wasn't like you've got a key that you're holding since the very beginning. I wasn't sure if this was ever going to be a thing or if I'd made it all up. It was wild. Oh, and speaking of made it all up, I did not get the backwards kaboom thing because your joke about moo back was too good. It convinced me. I just went, yeah, I I get that. See, whereas for me, I'm so used to naming stuff in the silliest way possible that I just didn't, I didn't even think about. Like the idea of how do you justify it? Like, oh, and what does moo back mean? I was like... Just move back. It's just the name of the company. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. We don't need it to mean move back or kaboom backwards. It's just move back. That's fine to me. That's interesting to me. It did look like a deliberate word that it had some meaning. Move back is a hundred percent the but... kind of name that I would give to a duck in Stardew Valley for no reason. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, this duck. It's going to be called move back. Why not? That's a name for an animal. No. Yeah, I saw something, but. Yeah, you tell me a pun, I'm going to believe it. Maybe, Danny, I just see, when I see words that look foreign and strange to me, I don't think they're a joke because uh. I'm just not a racist. Oh, here. yeah, that's that's it. That must have been it. That's it. That's the issue. See, I just trust the words to uh. be real. Uh, <laughs> so I I really liked it. Danny, did you have, I, we've pretty much covered all this mm-hmm. stuff, but did you have a favourite puzzle like that you thought was the most enjoyable I for mean, you? I think it had to be the herrings, <laughs> like getting the direction lock. Because one, I felt proud of getting the lock, but yeah, I just thought that all of the bits tied together in a way that it was just like, an, oh my God, you can, you can just see it now. Like it is right there on this map, this thing that is sticking out at you. But you didn't know it until you were looking for it. And I think that's really clever. I'm glad that when I saw the metal door, I said, this is a boppet. And then it wasn't. It was, it was a boppet. That was good. It just was a boppet. It was listen to these people say this in order the things that you need to do to this door. <laughs> it was a boppet. That's fair. And I'm glad. Mm. I'm glad it was a boppet. <laughs> do, oh. do kids know what boppets are anymore? <laughs> well, boppets like a real short-lived thing. I think people still know no, what boppets are. Sandra, you're young. What's I think a boppet? I saw it uh, still sold at like Walmart or something. I saw Stop it in it. a museum. I, I was at the British Museum. <laughs> <laughs> but I am familiar and, with it. And Bop. yeah, your your Twist. coffee cup cluing was very on point for that because yeah, I did know there was a coffee cup there. And it felt like it was there for a reason. And yet you were telling us, yeah, no, the coffee cup is not doing anything. 
And so, yeah, all all we needed to hear was, and yeah, I guess water goes in it. Is, of it's course like, water goes in oh, it. It's a cup. All we, right, let's use water. What would we be collecting water for that we aren't thinking of? Ah, yeah. It's that funny, though, the water. opposite thing happened. So I test, tested it multiple times, but I finally did the full, like, full uh, room with my mm -hmm. brother and my mom. Uh, so he, my brother was like, wait, the little floater. I need a cup. And I'm like, use a cup. And he, he was doing the opposite of you guys. Like, you guys knew there was a cup but didn't think of the water. To put in it. He was ah. like, I need a cup. I'm like, bro, there's a cup right there. He didn't try to use his mouth. Uh, I was, I was scared so I didn't have a cup. Do that. So I was like, you saw a cup somewhere. And he was like, oh, yeah, a coffee cup. I'm like, yep. Nice. This way you get to that kind of like passive aggressive uh, game mastering where it's like, all right, I'm going to fill my mouth with water from the sink. It's like, all right, well, you walk over to the bathroom, you pass the coffee cup sitting on the table, <laughs> and you walk straight in and you fill your mouth with water. Sure. <laughs> nice. All right. So do you have a favorite puzzle from this that you feel most proud of? I mean, well, I like how the letter tied into the bomb at the end. I just thought that was like, yeah. like that, I think, was really the first puzzle that I did, but I knew that was kind of the, the last thing that's going to happen. But the latitude longitude puzzle was the one in the room, the first one in the room. And then I, I like all of the puzzles for different reasons, but I oh. started just making more puzzles because I'm like, wait, it's too easy. But then I was like, oh no, it's too <laughs> many puzzles. It's too hard. It's too <laughs> so, uh, but, um, I, I think you guys did great. I hope it wasn't too long. <laughs> eh. We've we've uh, we've had rooms that have basically made me cry, so <laughs> fine. We're resilient, and no, it was it was very entertaining. It was really enjoyable, and you get just good characters. Like I'm sure there are some rooms out there where listening to half a dozen audio clips of NPCs mm. talking would be boring, but they were really enjoyable yeah, they were, to they listen were enjoyable to. Enjoyable to listen to, which is a good thing. Mm. Right, because you never want it to feel like a chore to do the listening. You don't exactly. want it to be like, "All oh, right, I'll listen to the." Oh, how long is it? Oh, it's two minutes. I guess. I'll... Oh, this was great. This mm -hmm. felt really fun. I was engaged. I wanted to hear more of someone, especially because he wasn't there. Right? It was nice because, like, oh, we get to hear from someone again. Mm -hmm. Like Constance, we could have talked to whenever, but it was nice to have this person like as like a fun little flavor that's back again like oh you get another someone but you're like good this will be fun mm -hmm. yeah and i i was i was i didn't want it to be like just a lot of unnecessary fluff so i wanted them to hint each time oh, yeah. where he's at so at first i had him like saying more than one thing in each like in one snippet and i was like wait he should split it up so that like every time you hear from him there's another clue uh, yeah, then at the end, cool. he kind of repeated some of it just in case you didn't, you know, like he was like, well, I can't hear anything outside. Like, here's a little hint if you if you didn't catch it the first time. But mm. I wanted to make it where each time you hear some new clue from him. Absolutely. Yeah, and that was a fun little logic, like a, a, a simple, because I didn't want, it didn't want to be too bogged down because it was like we're right near the end. It was a nice, simple kind yeah. of logic puzzle to finish of like, let's, okay, here we're looking for the right sort of room. It was, it was exactly the right level to still feel like a puzzle and still reward everything we'd heard already, but without it feeling like it suddenly slowed the whole intense. thing and made us go, oh, we've got to stop and lose all of our momentum. So that, that worked out really well. Mm. I liked that. That was a, a, a fun way to put that together. Yeah, it's interesting how the pacing can 
work like that and how you want that to be where the majority of stuff going on in one room followed by some smaller steps to get you to the end because that's not always the best no. way well, to you, pace yeah, it. But... You could have done one huge puzzle at the end that brings in all these elements yeah. that we'd seen earlier, but that would have felt it would have been very different. It, w- it may not have worked for this room. No, exactly. Like you'd have to reshape the room entirely yeah. so that we were like, now we're finally using those keys and we're finally using those trees and now we can finally use that map and like, and it all comes together. That would have been cool and different. Mm. But if you're not going to go that far all in, you then you don't want a really big puzzle that's only kind of half related. No, and sometimes when you've got things like threat of bomb, you want the ending to feel faster than the beginning. True. So yeah, it was well chosen in that regard. I am happy. Oh. Well, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. It was really fun. Mm. Now I will just say <laughs> there were seven partnerships and there were seven opals, <laughs> and uh, that never came up. So. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's terrible. It's the worst, worst room I've ever played because <laughs> I couldn't put each of those, I couldn't give each of the opals to one of my business partners. <laughs> I should have uh, eight opals. I'm the only thing, the only thing I, I wrote down about I that entire intro was the word, was seven partnerships. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to have to find seven separate partnership deals and rip them all individually up and destroy all of them so that we can free ourselves mm. of this contractual obligation. But nope. It was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. I thought it was a really fun room. I, I, it was really engaging. It was interesting. I liked the twist when she came out of the closet. Um, <laughs> I've said it. Uh, it was fun. It, I, I assume that was one of those moments where like, we wouldn't have heard her rattling around in there if we had checked it earlier, obviously. That was a, yeah. a, a bit of a nudge to get the story moving. Yeah. Uh, the reason was only because you were going to check out the... Uh, paintings and she if you mm. managed to open the safe without her she was supposed to say something about the safe but she couldn't if she wasn't gotcha. found so that's why i just had yeah. a nudge so there is a note in the gm notes saying if at this point the players didn't check the closet maybe nudge them to check the closet but for <laughs> most fair. for the most part you can do a lot of stuff in the room without her and if you choose not to untie her or whatever <laughs> you can still <laughs> try to get Go ahead, but it won't be as fun <laughs> and it won't be uh, as, you know, I guess, interesting. And you won't yeah. feel the urge to find someone because you won't know about them. <laughs> because you won't know who it is, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like technically you could play the game wrong and it wouldn't be as enjoyable. And you'd just be like, yeah, well, you played it wrong. Do play better next time. <laughs> uh, that was wonderful. I, I loved it. Uh, if people who enjoyed the room wanted to find more of your of of you online is there somewhere they can look for you somewhere you Sounds want to direct like you've got people? some writing going i am everywhere and i actually do also have a, a patreon uh too because uh i nice. redid it to be focused on secret agents on it so if you guys like him oh, nice. and want to hear more about those characters and stuff um you can follow me i'm actually literally everywhere but you can actually search <laughs> wordy girl w O-R-D-I-G-I-R-L dot com. And it will redirect to my website. And on the social media page, I have every single thing. I'm on links. So um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Um, You can message me. I'm on Discord. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And also, I did want to I did want to tell you guys something. I don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. noticed, but uh, Brenda S. and Darius L. Melendil is an anagram for 
Bill's uh, Sunderland and Danny Siller. Nellan Dill got me because I went, that's an awful lot of letters from my name. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Brilliant. Yeah, so if you look, if you want to see more of what Asandra does, and it, you can see from this that it's cool stuff that Asandra does, go to wordygirl.com and check all of that out and support her. St- Good words. And support all of her stuff. I'm actually called a Jill of all trades, so I um, do almost everything. <laughs> you will see it on the website, go. so yeah. You, see, you seem like you'd be the perfect person, like if someone wanted to commission short stories and things like that, that you'd be a good choice. Yeah, go commission Asandra, everybody. Come on. All right. If you want to help support us, we have a Patreon as well. There's a whole bunch of extra stuff that you can get. Anybody who donates at any level can appear as an NPC in one of the rooms or murder mysteries that Danny creates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, bonus episodes. We talked uh, that Sandra has been on one of our bonus episodes. We do play tests of all the rooms that Danny writes. Uh, and we also mentioned it a little bit in this episode that this season, because we're not doing playtests, we're doing a series of Remember This Podcast, which is like a, a uh, which is like a podcast this escape for the our first season. We're looking back at our original rooms before we had a, like a discussion show, and we're just talking through those and reevaluating and looking at what they're like <laughs> and whether we change them and what we change and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. We also have shows that we have two minute mysteries where you can listen to uh, Danny and I try and solve two minute mysteries written by Donald J. Sobel. Uh, which is a great fun series. We've almost finished the the book that we're doing, so we'll. We might. I mean, maybe we will have by the time this one comes out. Maybe we we'll will have close. by the time this one comes out. So, so we'll have hopefully bought another book to do something more. similar. Uh, and there's badges for ten dollar donors and other fun stuff. Uh, it's a nice if way those to support. Ever reach people. Yeah. Postal system. International shipping uh, is the asterisk on those badges. So if you want to support the shows that we make uh, and and all the and you want to help other people enjoy our shows for free by Take, taking on the, uh, the the role of a patron, uh, you should check that out. You can also check our other shows. We have Solve This Murder, if you haven't listened to that, which is where Danny creates murder mysteries that I try and solve. Uh, we also play games on Twitch as Play This Game underscore live. Uh, we've played through Mist and Riven recently. We've played through all of the Nancy Drew games. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff on there, puzzle games and other things. So come and check us out there as well. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Danny, for playing with me and thank you, solving yes. the puzzles I didn't solve. Finishing Likewise. all the puzzles I started solving and went, ah, oh, please, can you, can you solve the rest? Uh, and thanks to Sandra. That was a really fun Thank you fun so room. much. Thank you guys for letting me come on the show and thank you guys for playing. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. That was wonderful. All right. Bye, See everybody. You all next time. Bye.